You cannot walk in faith, folks, without love. Mm-mm. I want to say that again. You cannot walk in faith without love because faith is what, or should I say love, is what makes faith work. Now, here's where I'm going. Faith can want to get us in Christ because he knows your faith can't work if you in Christ. And that's, that's right. how he is able to put his sickness and disease on us. He catch you open. He catch you, he catch you unprotected. Father, we thank you, we praise you for another day that you have given us. You are so kind, you are so wonderful. We find ourselves in the land of the living again today. Because of your mercy and your grace, we are not consumed. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. You sent to lead us and guide us. Show us what way to go. Show us what to do. You saved us. You healed us. And here we are. We praise you for it this day. We take authority over all the works of the devil in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the sickness and disease. The people came to hear and to be healed. And they're here today. And we praise you for your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Uh, good morning again to everybody. I want to go over some things today with you. Uh, I call foundational. Okay? Now, God wants you well. You need to know that. Let's go prophet, to the book of Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 13. Praise God. Colossians chapter 2 and verse yes. 13. 13. Yes. Okay, Colossians 2 and 13 says, When you were dead in your sins and in the circumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us our sins. Mm-hmm. Now notice what he did. Pay attention to what he said. When we were what? Dead in our sins. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is why another scripture says, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Right. What's the wages of sin? What does sin pay off? Debt. Let's go a little deeper there. It pays off sickness, disease, debt. See, sickness and disease is nothing but little pieces of debt coming together to take control of you. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Okay, I have the um, little like that one. Okay, go again. I have the King James. If you would like to read that one, you can read that one. You can read it. And dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, had He quickened together with Him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Look at that. Look at that word, quicken. 
means made alive. He made you alive. You were dead. See, yes. again, the, the wages of sin is death. Folks, you can jump in here. You got to understand what's going on. The wages of sin is death. But Jesus said he came so you can have what? Light. Light. Now, when he said he came so you can have light, and abundant means plenty of it, he wasn't talking about, well, you know, I'm alive. No, no, no. He was talking about he have given us his life, the God kind of life. Now, a few months ago, the prophet talked about we have to enforce what the Lord did for us. You are the enforcer of your healing. Isn't that right? Absolutely. You have to enforce it. Well, when Jesus died, he didn't just forgive your sins and that's all. No, that's not what happened. He forgave your sins. He gave you a full part. Now, what is a full part? What are you talking about, Brother Elder? What is a full part? When Jesus forgave you of your sins on that cross, he heals your body at the same time. Yes, he did. The Bible says that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Brothers and sisters, Sickness, disease, is under the curse. But what Jesus did, he took us from underneath the curse, and he put us in the blessing. Oh, you follow what I'm saying to you here? He put us in the blessing. And prophet. The blessing always override the curse. Absolutely. Always override the curse. Sickness, disease is under the curse. Don't put up with it. Don't allow it. Don't settle for it. We should not. Why? Jesus then paid the price for us. What do you say, Prophet? I believe that with all my heart. It's so true. He paid the price. So we don't have to pay or qualify in any way. We just need to receive it. Yeah. Yeah. I found myself yesterday evening meditating on this. 
And what stood out to me in that meditation time was this. We do not have to tolerate anything that is under curse. We don't have to put up with it. Somebody said, well, well, why do people do that? Most don't know. And most, not most, some have been uh, deceived. Yeah, they have. And they think, well, it's just the will of God, you know. Uh, if God want me healed, he would do it. Well, he do want you healed. God wants you well, we are talking about here. But you are the enforcer of that. You have to tell the devil, no, you got the wrong house. Go down the street somewhere else where they're believing you for. They'll accept your cancer. They'll accept your heart failure. But I'm not because I know better. Why should I live any more minutes or seconds without what Jesus died to give me? Why would I want to do that? Now, Jesus said, the thief cometh to rob, steal, kill, and destroy in St. John 10, 10. But I have come, but I have come so that you can have what? Life. So you can have what? Life. And have it more abundant. Or have it in, a, in, in its abundance. Okay? Amen. Prophet, you have anything there? No, go ahead. <clears throat> Let's look at Ephesians chapter 2. And verse 1 and 2. Ephesians chapter 2. And verse 1 and 2. Okay, <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, says, And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Verse 2, Wherein the time passed, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Now pay attention to words. He said at that time. At what time? Before Jesus died and delivered us. We walk according to the course of this world. Yeah, we did. But I want you to know, if you don't receive Jesus as Savior and Lord, the blood of Jesus erased our guilt. Are you listening to me? Yeah. The blood of Jesus erased our guilt. He took the sin away. He took the guilt. He took the wrong away. And we are just as innocent if you don't receive Jesus Christ 
is Savior and Lord, you are walking with him, you are just as innocent. There is no record, watch this, there is no record of you even being a sinner. My, my, my. Amen. None whatsoever. And prophet people need to know Jesus can freed them. That's right. The Bible said, whom the Son set free is what? Free indeed. Indeed. Jesus sets you free. Now listen. Because Jesus sets you free, don't allow Satan to come back and undo what Jesus has done. That's backwards. God sent Jesus in here to undo what the devil has done. That's right. We are the enforcers of our own deliverance. Hmm. See, Jesus did the heavy lifting, if you will. He, he did the heavy lifting. And he educated us with his word. See, the Bible said, for God so loved the world, John 3, 16, as you know, that he gave his only begotten son. Well, Jesus loved us so much, he came and he left his book. Yes, he did. He left his book. Why? He wants you to know. The scripture said, study to show yourself approval unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed of rightly dividing the word of truth. Remember the soldiers came to get Jesus one day? And Peter pulled out his sword. And he cut one of the soldiers' ear off. And what happened? Jesus picked that ear up and put it back on, on the man's head. All right. Now, you got to understand something. All of this comes through faith. But here's the deal. Faith worketh by love. You cannot walk, now, now here we go, prophet. You cannot walk in faith, folks, without love. Mm-mm. I want to say that again. You cannot walk in faith without love because faith is what, or should I say love, is what makes faith work. Now here's where I'm going. Faith can want to get us in strife. Because he knows your faith can't work if you're in strife. And that's, that's right. how he is able to put his sickness and disease on us. He catch you open. He catch you, he catch you unprotected. Absolutely. And that is the situation of many people today. 
I have seen people in unforgiveness. And I'll tell them, listen, you know, if you forgive, that thing will go away. Mm. One particular lady, her husband cheated on her. And boy, she was so upset. I mean, she was really upset. It made her sick. She was hospitalized for weeks. Mm. Let me tell y'all something. I said, you know, I know he hurt you. I knew it was wrong. You knew it was wrong. But it's not gonna hurt, it's not gonna rather, it's not gonna help you. To keep unforgiveness going with him, it's gonna make you sick. <laughs> now, if you forgive, I can tell you right now, that thing will go away today. I want y'all to listen to what I'm saying to you. I told her, if you forgive him, I mean really forgive him, that thing will go away today. That sickness and disease on you, it'll go away today. Amen. Brothers and sisters, guess what? She did. And the sickness went away immediately. That's right. And she was out of the hospital the very next morning around 11, 12 o'clock noon. Are y'all listening to me? Yeah. What do you say? Amen. That's so true, Apostle. Unforgiveness will stop us up. Yes. Because it shuts your faith, shuts your faith down, literally shuts it down. That's right. But see, Jesus said he came. So you can have what? Life. And have it in its abundance. That's right. Now again, when he said life, he's talking about Z-O-E, Zoe, which means the God kind of life. Folks, the God kind of life does not have in it sickness and disease. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that. Now, do we have the God kind of life? Do we want the God kind of life? See, you mm. gotta get serious about this. You look in America here, almost on any corner, you don't have to go far, watch this here, to find a 7-Eleven. No, you don't. Or a Chase Bank. Or a CVS. And what's the other one? See, Walgreens. Or some ERA uh, medical center. They have all over the United States. What are they doing? What are they saying? There's a whole lot of sick people. And you see, this is the reason why God wants to raise up these healing clinics. Folks, 
Most doctors are not interested in curing your problem. They want to put a band-aid on it. Why? Because it's making money for them. If they help you get rid of it, they can't make no money off of that. Huh? You know I'm telling you the truth, don't you? Amen. But what did Jesus do? Jesus came and announced by his stripes you were healed. The scriptures say that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the what? From the dead. That's right. And also quicken our mortal bodies. Again, quicken mean what, prophet? To make alive. Again. Absolutely. Yeah, to die. Bring you back to life. It is not the will of God that you be sick and full of disease. That is under the curse. Jesus went to the cross, shed his blood, died and rose again and descended back to heaven to the Father for what? To keep all of that stuff off of me and you. Amen. Amen. So why do we want to put up with it? No. No. Tell the devil no. James chapter 4 and verse 7 says submit yourself to God. Make him Savior and Lord of your life. Live for him. And resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Somebody might say, well, 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 well. Brother Elder, prophet, how do we resist the devil? Resist his sickness and disease. Get the word of God on the inside of you. And that word will shield you. Amen. It'll stop the devil from coming back and taking up residence in your body. I'm telling you, it is not the will of God that we be full of sickness and disease. It's not. Satan has come up with many ways to stop you. What are you talking about, Brother Elder? In your diet. Hmm. There's a there's an old book that's called Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Anybody ever heard of that? Yes. Eat right for your blood type. It is necessary for us to eat right. If we eat wrong and just keep doing that, we give Satan an open door. Did you know that? Absolutely. What do you say, Prophet? Well, it's so true. I mean, you know, all of this is just, uh, like you said, just revisiting uh, foundational scriptures, looking Back on what we have already said, uh, but that's that's one one way, apostle, to help us to stay focused 
But I'd just like to share a little something um, and take us on, on a little different course this morning. Uh, something the Lord has been sharing with me about. And that is, I'm going to pull up Isaiah 65 and verse 16. Something you talk about all the time, Apostle. All right. I want to just share that, if, if I may. Come on. Isaiah 65 and 16 in the Amplified Bible says, So it shall be that he who invokes a blessing on himself in the land Mm -hmm. so by saying, I want to put emphasis on saying. How do you how do you invoke a blessing on yourself? You do so by saying. Yes. You do so by saying. We speak the word of God. We should speak the word of God because we know that in Mark eleven tells us speak to the mountain you know that's what we're doing when we speak mark 11 23 we're invoking a blessing on ourselves that's right speak to sickness and disease and speak the word of god to it we're invoking a blessing a healing blessing on ourselves yeah. When we Proverbs four verses twenty through twenty seven on our to our sick to the pain and suffering our body, you know, we're invoking a blessing on ourselves. When we speak Psalms one oh seven, one oh twenty and verse seven or one oh seven and twenty to the pain and sickness in our bodies, we're invoking a blessing on ourselves. Amen. When we speak Matthew chapter eight, verse sixteen and, and and I mean it just goes on and on. When we speak the word of God to the problem, the mountain, which is the sickness, you speak Isaiah fifty three and five. To your body. When you speak First Peter 2. And we can go on and on. All of these are healing scriptures right? right. All of this is what Jesus said. About our bodies. So when we take Isaiah 65 and 16. Seriously. And he said the way you invoke a blessing. On yourself. You must do so by saying. Mm-hmm. And this is what we must say. Now, now, all things, all things being equal, like you just walked us through the forgiveness part of it, and that's so vitally important because what we've learned so far, Pastor, what you said is our faith is stuck, as Major would say, my grandson. He always tells us he's stuck when he's caught in a little corner or he's high chair and he wants to get out he'll say I'm stuck you know that's the way our faith gets it gets stuck 
Yeah. And he cannot move if we're in unforgiveness. But I promise you, if your faith is not stuck, you will be invoking a blessing on your body when you say those scriptures. That's right. And you will have exactly what you said. Saying is the way to bless yourselves and even curse yourselves. When you say and constantly say and constantly say and constantly say what you feel and what you think and what you see, because many times it's definitely totally the opposite of what the word says. Mm-hmm. Let's take Abraham, for example. He was an old man. He had no children. His wife was old, past the years of child-rearing and bearing. But here comes God telling him, I'm changing your name from Abram to Abraham. And you are now the father of many nations. That's right. Well, here he is. He's old. He has no children. His wife is old. She can't have children. So what does he do? He could have gone through life saying, I'm old, I'm feeble, I have no children. I'm old, I'm, I'm, my wife is old, we have no children. We have no children, we're past the years of our childbirth. We have no children. 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 There are no children around us. I don't see any children in my future because my wife has passed the years of child rearing. I am old. I don't know how. He could have kept saying that, couldn't he, Apostle? That's right. And if he kept saying that, he would never have had children. But let me tell mm-hmm. you what he did. Everyone he met, he took their hand and said, Hi, how are you? I'm Abraham. Hi, how are you? I'm Abraham. Nice to see you today. I'm Abraham. Oh, hello. My name is Abraham. What was he doing? What was he doing when he said his name was Abraham instead of Abram, which was his real name? But God changed it. So he didn't go around saying, hello, I'm Abram. I'm Abram. No, he didn't go around saying, I have no children. I have no children. What he went around saying is, hello, I'm the father of many nations. Nice to meet you. I'm the father of many nations. Here to see you today. I'm the father of many nations. There were no children in sight. What was he doing? He was invoking a blessing upon himself by saying, He was invoking a blessing upon himself by saying, I'm the father of many nations. And That's by right. you, that blessing came upon him. And it will come on each of us. When we say what thus said the Lord, when we speak the word of God over our bodies, when we speak what thus said or and stand in faith, believing, that what we say, we will have it, child of God. If your faith is working, you will have it. See, that's the first place right. you need to look when you don't see something happening. 
Look and see if your faith is working. Go back and see if you have unforgiveness in your heart. Mm-hmm. Sometimes no, you don't know. The other morning, the Lord was dealing with me. And I said, the Lord is dealing with me about unforgiveness? I don't believe this. You know how we act. You know how we think. But I began to search myself. I'm seriously. This is a week or so ago. I began to look into into some past experiences. I began to revisit some situations and conversations and and and, and occasions that had transpired in my life. And do you know what? I yeah. found something. God knows everything. And he's always trying to help us. And right there lying in the bed, he brought to my remembrance someone that had hurt me in their words. Hurt me severely. And, you know, you try not to talk about, but, you know, my husband asked me about the person or whatever, and it came up, and I shared it with him, what that person said to me on the phone. And lo and behold, even though you might say, or might think you you're not having any unforgiveness there, but there was some, and God wanted me to see that. And yeah. immediately, immediately, I began to go into First John one and nine and pray for that person and release that person and say, Father, I repent, I forgive that person. I thought I had forgiven. He said, No, it was there within your heart. Listen, God knows everything. He sees everything. He hears everything. And the reason why he wants us to know about these situations so that we can what? Invoke a blessing on ourselves. We speak. That's right. By saying. So when you say Mark 11 or when you say First Peter 2.4 and there's nothing happening, you have to sometimes let Joyce Myers get in here when she says the first place you need to look Am I forgiving? Mm-hmm. Am I thing in my heart? Because child of God, you are well created that new life. The born again spirit of God, the, the, the recreated spirit along the spirit of God that is in operation in you is for the purpose of I'm telling you, you will have everything you say. He says this, if you what? Doubt not in your heart. That's right. Sometimes we're in doubt. Sometimes it's not always unforgiveness. See, even that, we need to get the doubt out of the way. Why? We want the word of God to work in our lives, and it is ordained to do that. It will do that. But I pray that you remember this this morning in our healing session. You are ordained by God to invoke a blessing in your own life. Make sure we are invoking blessings, not cursing. That's good. Amen. You will bless yourself and you will do so, the scripture says, by saying. By saying. And mm-hmm. then it went on, went on a little further to say, say what? Say this. May the God of truth and fidelity, the amen, that's God, right? May what? Bless me. 
May the God of truth bless me. This is like that Jabez prayer. What do you want? I pray that you would bless me and enlarge mm-hmm. my and enlarge. You know when you say that and you say it in faith, God will do exactly what you say. He has no reason to hold back on us. We hold back on ourselves. We keep ourselves out of the arena of receiving because faith works, let me tell you, all the time. That's all right. the faith does not miss, hit and miss, hit and miss. No, if faith is present, it will work. If it's not stuck, it will work. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So examine yourself. Make sure that that you're not in um, doubt. You're not doubting the word of God. I see, because Abraham could have doubted, right? In his case, right. he could have doubted, but he did not. Not for one second, not one minute, did he doubt the word of God. Not, not the Bible says Sarah, Sarah did. Remember that? The Bible said the, right. the, the Lord spoke to her and said, well, for what, what reason did you laugh? See, sometimes when, when the man or the woman of God is bringing the word of God to us, we may not say anything. This is a good example with Sarah. She didn't say anything, but she sure laughed. Sometimes we yes, don't say, but you know what? God knows the condition of our hearts. He knows whether or not we really believe in these scriptures. Like right now, what I'm sharing with you, do you believe that you will invoke a blessing on yourself by saying the word of God over your own body? If you doubt that, that won't work for you. Mm-hmm. Any kind of doubts about it, it just won't work for you because it's your faith that rewards you. Every Everywhere Jesus uh, everyone he provoked, uh, invoked the blessing on in the New Testament. You know, we can follow most of those people. He asked them, do you believe I'm able to do this? That's good. The woman yes, with the is. blood, he said, be it unto you according to what? Your faith. See, faith That's right. is a vitally important element in the healing process. In any process, when we're ready to receive from God. Whether we want deliverance, we want a new home. We want a new job. We want, you know, a new position. We want to move from one neighborhood to the next, a new car, a new home. Whatever it is, our children bless, whatever it is, we have to walk in faith. And we need to walk in faith every single day. Mm-hmm. And this is how it works. There are exceptions. And, and we always quoting this famous man of God. He said, God told him to tell my people they can have what they say. See, there's that word again. He said, but my people are saying, come on, what they have. That's right. Well, my blood pressure. Well, I have diabetes. Well, I had a stroke last year. Well, I have this heart trouble. You know what? You have those conditions are upon you. Sure, they're there. We're not telling you they don't exist. We know they exist. Mm-hmm. You know what we do? We're trying to get them to not exist. We try to get them to what? Go away. 
And child of God, the way you get them to go away is through your faith in the word of God, standing in faith, believing. That's right. Standing in faith, believing the word of God. Believing that what he said shall come to pass. If we doubt not in our heart, it shall come to pass. See that word, look, come to. That means it's on its way to us. Once you say it, once you release the word of God, now you're patient. The Bible says after you've done the will of God, now stand therefore. Stand therefore. What? Till, believe, till you see what you believe for. Don't use your mouth to tear down that faith confession that you've made. By saying, see there's emphasis on saying again. Saying, well, I thought I was healed, but it looks like I'm not. Don't worry about what it looks like. That's not be, yeah. let's not be concerned about what it looks like or what it, you know, feels like. Listen, we have this outer shell, which is called our body. And many mm-hmm. times it just, it looks crazy. It looks beat up. It looks, but you know, that's not you. That's right. The real you, that's your earth suit. Absolutely. The real you is on the inside of you. Yes. You know, we got to wash it. We got to clean it. We got to dress it. We got to paint the toenails, wash the hair. And you try going around for a week without taking a bath. Are you listening to me? You got to take care. But I'm telling you, your spirit, man, is totally different. You're free as a bird without this body. I'm not trying to tell any of us to come out of our body before the time. But I'm telling you, put the emphasis on your spirit and your spirit will take care of your body. Because life starts on the inside. All of life starts from the inside. And that's why he wants us to believe the spirit of God, the word of God, and then say it. Say it. Say what God said. And believe. Act like Abraham. The Bible mm-hmm. called him father of many nations. He was blessed. You know why? Because he, the Bible says he what? Believed God. Yes, Can we believe? In spite of what our bodies is looking like, don't worry about your body. Your spirit man is strong enough to sustain your body. If you would just pull from your spirit, close your eyes, and pull from your spirit man, and dare to believe the word, and then what? Bless yourself by saying the word of God. Absolutely. That is good. Amen. Prophet, that's awesome. You can bless, you can bless yourself by saying, the Lord is the strength of my life. For whom shall I feel? Yes, he is. That will you 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 are invoking a blessing upon yourself when you yes. need that. That's your glory be to God. Bless yourself, folks. Amen. Give God glory by blessing yourself, and then turn around and praise Him for it. Amen. Use your imagination. See yourself healed. See yourself made whole. See yourself delivered from all sickness and disease. Because you really but, are. But then say it. Because that's how you invoke Open the blessing. Open your mouth. 
Open your mouth and speak it. That's right. That's why Satan attacks so many members of the body of Christ and keep them from praying. Yes. That's what That's he's what? to do when he keeps the body of Christ from praying. Let me tell you something, what we should be doing as members of the body of Christ. We should be praying in the spirit every single day of our lives. We should be praying in the spirit. Many times you don't realize I think we, we get so um, distracted, put it like that, from praying in the spirit because we don't always understand what we're praying. But I promise you, the spirit of God knows what you're praying. Absolutely. He knows exactly what you're praying. Uh, I was That's listening right. to uh, Sister Billy Brim the other day, and she said this. Praying in the spirit, which is what she do every day. And it was the group prayer. And one of the men in another country who was on the, on the prayer call, he, she's praying in the spirit, but he heard this in the spirit. Stop watching the news. Wow. She was praying in an unknown tongue. And one man, I think she said in Belgium, he heard coming out of that prayer, stop watching the news. Another man in another country heard walk by faith. Another person heard something else. She read all the different things different people heard in different countries as she prayed out in the spirit you see the bible says when we pray in an unknown tongue our spirit man prays and we are what not praying to to natural we're praying to the to the god of truth we're praying to to god and we and when we're praying like that we're edifying ourselves and god when we edify ourselves we're able to what connect our mouths to the spirit man and when you connect your neck your mouth to the spirit man then what happens then the spirit man is able to give you back what what you're seeking yeah it's just a big deal but but this is what we should be doing and not just praying from the understanding because when you pray just only in the natural we don't always connect to the spirit but praying Amen. in the spirit is how God gave me saying. He said, "You, I want you going. You're going to invoke a blessing on yourself by saying." And I believe that with all my heart. I don't have any doubt about that. I'm already doing it. <laughs> I'm already saying it. I'm saying what the Word of God says, <clears throat> and you should too. Amen. Well, prophet, that's good. I love it. Amen. Amen. 